Are you ready to elevate your doula business to the next level? I want to introduce you to the ultimate guide to crafting your kick-ass doula packages. Whether you're a seasoned doula looking to refresh your offerings or just starting out in the field, this free guide is your roadmap to success. In this guide, you'll find strategies to tailor your services for your clients, ways to make the prices sustainable for you and something that you feel really great about, and different creative ways to make your doula packages unique to you and not just the same as everybody else's in the industry. This is a free guide and you can download it right now. Head over to hurrahdoulaservices.com slash doula packages to get your copy today. Welcome to Doula Tips and Tits. This podcast is a place where we answer one question about doula work, both to support you and to help you support your clients. I'm Kaylee Harad. I've been supporting families in this perinatal space since my oldest was born 12, nearly 13 years ago. I am a birth and postpartum doula, childbirth educator, La Leche League leader, and a doula coach. I love guiding and supporting doulas as they work out their doula business. It is a tremendous joy to be trusted in this way. Thank you for joining us on this journey. Today's question is, how do you do doula work with your own health issues? And I want to dive into this a bit because I think similar to the last episode about needing to have a baby or not having had a baby, um, I think that we put all kinds of barriers in front of ourselves when it comes to the work that we do. And doula work is no different, right? Part of what I want you to think about in doula work is that in general, you need to take good care of yourself. And I will be the first to admit that I do not do a great job of this. One of the things I'm working on this year very actively is, excuse me, taking better care of my body in between births. And so that for me is a big deal because I think that it will have less of an impact when I am physically at a birth if I take really good care of my body in between, right? And so one of the things that um, I want to talk about today is how I am a doula with three um, individual conditions. So one thing that I have is um, diabetes. So I have a condition called PCOS, which is polycystic ovarian syndrome. That is a metabolic condition that um, impacts other metabolic systems. So in my body, That means that it has impacted my insulin um, resistance, which led to diabetes. And so one thing that I have to do is monitor my blood sugar. Now, at the moment, I do not have a continuous glucose monitor, although that is my hope in the future. Um, And so I have a monitor that I like do a finger stick on, and I do that when I'm at births. The reason that it matters at births especially is that I have to really make sure that my protein intake is high enough to keep the adrenaline and the other hormones that are happening at birth from making my blood sugar tank. Because what typically happens for me at a birth is that I go longer than usual without eating. And for me, that makes my blood sugar drop. And so I want to make sure to keep it really nice and steady so that I don't have the symptoms of low blood sugar and also so that I don't have the long-term body impact of having fluctuating blood sugar. So I make sure to have some quick protein-filled things I can eat and also I monitor my blood sugar throughout a birth experience. Now, I do that really subtly, right? So my clients don't necessarily know that that's what I'm doing. Um, And so that's something that I'm able to do 
pretty easily. But I also just set myself up for that, right? So I know that I have some things like applesauce and things that can raise my blood sugar if needed, and then some nuts and things that can kind of keep it steady um, and help that like blood sugar raise stay and, and kind of normalize, right? The second condition I have that impacts my doula work is I have arthritis in my hips. Now, this was a fun discovery when I went in for what we thought was a labral tear. Um, and I did, in fact, have a labral tear, but I also had pretty bad arthritis in both of my hips. And um, it's funny because I have a family of, like, cracking joints, right? Like my parents, some of my siblings. Um, but I don't know that anyone else has had an official arthritis diagnosis. But as soon as the doctor said to me... I have really bad news. Like you're super young and also you have arthritis in your hips. And I was like, oh, great. I said, okay, so doctor, I'm a birth doula. And he was like, oh, great. <laughs> um, and so right away I started going to physical therapy and kind of talking through with my physical therapist, how do I set my body up to not be as negatively impacted? Obviously, weight build or uh, weight training and like muscle building is part of that, but also things like stretching really well when I'm at a birth, making sure that my hips and body are in a variety of different positions, so I don't stay in the same place for too long. Um, and so those are some of the things I do to kind of actively work out kinks in my own body and make sure that the long term impact of this work is not as detrimental as it could be on my hips specifically because that's where I have that problem, okay? Um, the other thing that really impacts my work is that I have plantar fasciitis, meaning that my, like, the bottom of my feet can be really painful. I get, like, some significant tension there. Um, and so one thing that I do is make sure that I have really, really, really good supportive shoes. So I spend good money on shoes and I replace them frequently and I have good insoles and I make sure that I am sitting when I can sit and giving my feet breaks. I do lots of like ankle rolls. I stretch them. I do yoga and stretching before and after births. So I make sure that I am addressing these things. So I think sometimes as a doula, um, especially when you're attending births, but even when you're in someone's house as a postpartum doula, it's easy to sort of put your own needs absolutely last. But the reality is that the reason we, we talk about things like if you're in an airplane and we need air masks or oxygen masks, you put yours on first before you put on your kids. Because if you are not well cared for, you're going to be no use to them, right? And so you need to save yourself before you're saving the other people so that you can properly save them. That's the whole point. So in doula work, I want you to think about maintaining your own body well and actually supporting your own body well so that your clients can have good support from you. Now, when I say maintain your body well, what I mean specifically is nourish yourself, rest, stretch, take care of any physical issues that you have, right? Like for me, if I were to ignore my blood sugar, that would be not taking good care of my body, right? And so I am not someone who ascribes to any particular um, like body size or diet or anything like that, not even a little bit. I am very much for intuitive eating and health at every size and things like that. 
That is 100% my philosophy about life. So I do not mean all doulas need to be like thin. (laughs) That's ridiculous. Um, What I mean is if you're going to miss a whole night of sleep as a doula sometimes, then when you're not at births, you need to sleep better. And this is, I'm like preaching to myself, I don't sleep great. So um, so that's one of the things I'm working on this year, right? But also if you have a condition like like arthritis in your hips or, you know, your feet hurt, you have heel spurs or something like that, acknowledge it. Like it's okay to be imperfect, right? Like it's okay to be like, oh yeah, my hips hurt today because my arthritis then by all means, like stick a hot pad on your own body, you know? I mean, take care of yourself. I take these little like sticky heat packs to births that that you can like stick onto your skin, right? Lots of people use them for like menstrual cramps, sometimes for like muscle injury. And I'll tell my clients, these are for both of us. (laughs) Like sometimes I need them and sometimes you need them and sometimes we both need them. And maybe it's just because I'm cold, but also it might be because my hips hurt. It might be because my back is hurting. It might be because I'm on my own cycle and my menstrual cramps are happening, right? So I think it, I think we sort of put this expectation on ourselves that our doula clients expect us to not have needs of our own, but the reality is that we do have them. And a good client, a good person should know that you have needs and want you to meet those needs. So I want you just to take some time to think through what that means for you. Like what, obviously not everyone has the three conditions that I have, but um, whatever it looks like for you, do you need to have some things built in to kind of accommodate yourself? Or do you need to maybe keep your work limited in terms of time frame and hours and things like that? Um, or like, you know, how can you support yourself in whatever conditions that you do have? I would really love to hear from you as well. I know I say this all the time, but especially in this, if you're sort of like, you know, Kaylee, I have this thing and I'm trying to figure out how to make that work with doula work, I would be more than happy to like work that out with you. Like I really love that kind of support and working through things like that. I think that the kind of hive mind mentality is helpful And so I would be more than happy for you to send me a quick message on Instagram and be like, hey, I listened to this episode and um, I'm wondering about this thing that my body does. How do I support that in a birth? I'm happy to talk to you about it. Okay. Um, Until next time, I wish you well-informed, consent-filled doula experiences, and I can't wait to talk to you again soon. Thanks for joining us for this episode of the Doula Tips and Tits podcast. If you learned something today or had an aha moment, we'd love for you to share that on Instagram and tag us at Haradula so we can celebrate alongside you. If you found this podcast helpful, we would so appreciate you taking a second to leave a rating and a review on your favorite podcast app. That helps other doulas find us as we do this work together. This podcast is intended as educational and entertainment. It is not medical advice or business advice. Please consult your own medical or legal team for your own needs around
Thanks for joining us for this episode of the Doula Tips and Tits podcast. If you learned something today or had an aha moment, we'd love for you to share that on Instagram and tag us at Haradula so we can celebrate alongside you. If you found this podcast helpful, we would so appreciate you taking a second to leave a rating and a review on your favorite podcast app. That helps other doulas find us as we do this work together. This podcast is intended as educational and entertainment. It is not medical advice or business advice. Please consult your own medical or legal team for your own needs around